0: This is Ryan's Rocket Radio, episode 207, recorded on Monday, the 12th of March, 2018, at 12 o'clock midday. And we're back by the skin of my teeth, by the seat of my pants, and after a big long break, not including the short Doctor Who podcast we did recently. This has largely been down to health issues, but This podcast, you see, and my whole online presence continues to teeter on the edge of the abyss with bugger all support. If you are actually a listener of Roy's Rocket Radio and want the show to continue, please review the show in iTunes. It costs nothing but time and can encourage me to continue. My hosting, domain and equipment also costs... Some money, at least, and I could do with some help. But if I don't get a good idea of who and how many are listening, there is no real point asking for PayPal tips or Patreon support. So please get in touch, and you can do that by going to Roy Martha, that is R O Y M A T H U R dot slash contact. And there you'll find an online contact form that you can use. And just tell me that you are listening and that you exist. The website and blog continue to be a mess. Sorry, I'm working on it. I am also doing my bit for Rise Rocket Radio and getting some marketing material together to hit all the major geek news outlets to let them know that I exist and have been churning out this show for the past six years. And finally, one last way you can help. When I tweet a new episode, and some of you are starting to do this now, please retweet it. Otherwise, what is the point of following me on Twitter, when my major thing, other than creative writing, is podcasting? I don't mean this as a diss to people who are following me on Twitter, I mean, that's nice, but likes and follows aren't that wonderful. What is wonderful is getting the word out there about Roy's Rocket Radio. As you can tell, I'm not big on social media. Or maybe I'm a little sceptical about the value of social media. And with that out of the way, let's move on to more happy things and do this show. There is plenty to talk about today. We'll start off with some pop culture and work our way through quite an immense amount of show notes, which is my fault because that's what happens when I don't podcast for a while. Things just build up. And let's start off with film. Oh, and just to remind you, this is a list of things that I have watched, read, listened to, thought about over however long it's been since the last podcast. The first film that I saw was The Phantom Thread from 2018. And my view of this film is it feels like an Olympian going out on a gold. This is apparently Daniel day Lewis's last film... It's a fairy tale like story of a strange, cold dressmaker who meets what might be his match in the shape of a young waitress. It reminds me slightly of a sinister version of The Duke of Burgundy from 2014, although I'm not sure that's an apt comparison. It's just that the film clicked something in my head. And, for some reason, that was the movie that I was reminded of. I think it is really worth seeing. Next is Mute, from 2018, on Netflix. I've noticed Netflix are doing quite a lot of shows recently. In fact, too many shows for one podcaster to talk about. So, even though you think this is a long slog of a podcast, believe me, there's a lot else that's out there. But, as it is my own nerdly journey, we'll just concentrate on that. Anyway, back to Mute from 2018. It is awful. Low rent. Blade Runner-ish sci-fi noir thriller by Duncan Jones. It's about... A mute Amish bartender looking for his missing girlfriend. Paul Rudd and some other guy who I don't know also play Hawkeye and Trapper-like black market medics from Hell. And Hawkeye and Trapper, depends on your age, they're two characters from M.A.S.H. It is utterly and completely pants. And that was Mute 2018. Let's turn over to the next page. Ha! Shuffling page noises that are actually shuffling page noises, and not just audio effects. Okay. Coherence from 2013. This is a low-budget, trans-dimensional sci-fi thriller about the weird goings-on during a dinner party. It reminds me a bit of Triangle from 2009, I thought it was good and worth a watch, despite the low budget, and that is Coherence from 2013. And on to The Cloverfield Paradox from 2018. This is a high-budget, trans-dimensional, another one, yeah, sci-fi thriller. At least I think it's high-budget, but who knows. About weird goings-on. This time, on the space station. Reminds me not at all of anything in the Cloverfield series. It's pretty forgettable, I'm afraid to say. You see, even though I like JJ Abrams, he doesn't get a free pass. Next, the 13th Floor from 1999. This is a well-regarded sci-fi why-done-it thriller, but Eclipsed by The Matrix, released the same year. Oh dear, that's unfortunate for any film. It was on my watch list, but I did see it recently. At least I saw 20 minutes of it. It's low budget and honestly a bit boring. Maybe I had too much else to do than to spend any more time watching. So, maybe I didn't give it a fair enough run. If you do give it a try, please let me know what you think. And that was The Thirteenth Floor from 1999. Next, Racing Extinction from 2015. This is a documentary about how we humans are causing mass extinction of many other species. That's the so-called... Anthropocene extinction. I don't watch many docs, but I'm watching this one, provided by the time I get round to doing it, I'm not myself extinct. Again, review in iTunes. Did you see what I did there? Anyway, back to the show again. The Machine 2013. This is an AI science fiction thriller that's on my watch list. Haven't watched it yet. Automata 2014, Antonio Banderas in this low-budget sci-fi flick about robot sentience. It's on my watch list. It apparently doesn't have bad reviews. In other words, it's probably okay, but I haven't watched it yet, so I can't really talk about it other than that. That's Automata 2014. Next, All I See Is You from 2016. This is a noir thriller starring Blake Lively as a blind woman who regains her sight only to find her relationship with her husband changing strangely. It's nothing special and nowhere near as good as The Shallows, which also stars Blake Lively. And... The guy who plays the creepy husband is the torturer from Catherine Bigelow's disappointing Zero Dark Thirty, a thriller that we've talked about before, and one that comes off as weird US propaganda. So, if he's typecasted, I don't feel too sorry for him. In fact, every time I'm reminded of Zero Dark Thirty, I get annoyed that the same director made Near Dark from 1987, Point Break 1991, and Strange Days 1995, amongst others, all films that I really like, and then called the torture in Zero Dark 30 Harsh Measures. And that's all I can see is you from 2016, an average thriller. And as I edit, the audio the next day, (laughs) I noticed that my mini-review of All I See Is You also contains a mini-rant about Catherine Bigelow at no extra charge. And back to the show, again. (laughs) Next, Radius from 2018. Low budget again. I keep saying low budget. There's a lot of low budget films around. But well-received sci-fi thriller about a couple affected by an alien force, which makes them lethal when separated. Definitely worth watching. And I have watched this one. And I did enjoy it. And that's Radius from 2018. Finally, one last thing. I wanted to mention before we leave the world of film behind and go on to TV, is I have notably not talked about the Black Panther movie yet, and that is because I simply didn't have time to write the notes up on the movie. I will simply say that I enjoyed it immensely, and it is an important and entertaining and diverse film, and well worth watching. I will write up some notes on the film, and talk about it. Probably not in the next podcast, because that will be Doctor Who based, but the one after that. So, I haven't forgotten about it, and I'll try and talk about what I personally thought about it. It isn't as if a million other people haven't already talked about it themselves but you will get my own point of view. And with that, let's go on to TV. My Friend Dharma from 2017. This is a well-acted Jeffrey Dharma biopic with a seeming air of the genuine about it, but awful, simply because it does seem so real. And the subject matter is so repellent. I could only watch one episode, I'm afraid. And that is My Friend Dharma, 2017. Next, The Assassination of Gianni Versace, colon, American Crime Story, 2018. This is Affects' thriller exploring serial killer Andrew Kunanen who had an obsession, and later murdered fashion designer Gianni Versace. I'm on and off watching this, and I probably won't continue much longer, because, again, I find the Kunanen portrayal so unsympathetic that I had a hard time engaging with it. This is the same problem I had with the Dharma biopic, and it just goes to show If your protagonist happens to be an anti-hero, or just a vile villain, but is still the protagonist, without some kind of thing that the audience can empathise with, they probably won't watch it. Or, I probably won't watch it. Maybe I'm just a bit of a wimp. Next, Altered Carbon. 2018. This is Netflix gumshoe It, dressed up as far-future science fiction, with cloning, a kind of pseudo-immortality. I think it's average and made worse by race-bending the protagonist into a white guy. Well, if you can inhabit anybody, it's not implausible. You know what, if that's the case, he could have been Indian, or Papua New Guinean, right? Wrong. The only saving grace is James Pufoy's simulation of Edgar Allan Poe, which I think's pretty cool, and I think James Pufoy is criminally underused in this. Edgar Allan Poe, yeah. (coughs) Sorry. I was trying to be a raven. In fact, it says in my notes, Roy pretends to be a raven, comma, badly. Yeah. (laughs) I accurately predicted that my impression of a raven would be rubbish, and it was. And that's Altered Carbon 2018. Next, The Walking Dead 2018. We are well into season 8 now, and although objectively longer, each episode subjectively only seems to last 20 minutes. In other words, it's really good. And depending on where you are in season 8, this isn't spoiling too much, but Carl, oh man. The only negative thing I have to say about The Walking Dead, and I've said this before, is I think it is time that Robert Kirkman started to think about throwing in the towel. I know he wants this to last forever, but that's crazy. He needs to get on with other creative things in his life, and if this continues, people like me will just give up. I think this feels like the last season that I'm going to watch, and that's The Walking Dead 2018. Worth watching, but let's hope it's coming to an end soon. Next, Black Lightning 2018. This is a welcome edition of Diverse Superheroes with this adaptation of a DC hero, yep. DC are actually managing to do something good for a change. This tale is of a retired superhero who again dons the mask, and I think it's good, but I've put it on the back burner until I have more time, or until, of course, we come to an end of the Age of Geek. That did sound a bit like a doom-laden prognostication, sorry about that. Okay, next, Mary Kills People 2018. The title must be a play on American Mary, but this is a very different drama about a doctor who enables patients to end their lives. It has good reviews, but I'm not sure that it's for me. And that's Mary Kills People from 2018. Next, Counterpart from 2018. Amazingly, this is from STARS. It is a trans-dimensional Cold War set in Berlin. J.K. Simmons from Oz 1997 and Whiplash, the film from 2014, stars as low-level paper-pusher who meets his alpha male doppelganger. I am following this, though I hope it does come to some sort of satisfying conclusion pretty soon. It doesn't feel like a series that can go on forever. Definitely can't go on as long as The Walking Dead or I'm Out. And that's Counterpart 2018. Good, but let's hope it doesn't last more than two seasons. It feels that it should be about that long. Come to think of it, you know, it could have worked as a mini-series. Next, The X-Files 2018, still watching season 11, and I liked the mostly silent episode 7, particularly Scully's facial expressions. I think Gillian Anderson would have done well before the talkies. I think she could definitely have been a silent film actress. However, while I get the annoyances with tech that that episode was largely about i don't share the techno phobia or paranoia of the episode after all i was an automation guy and that's the x-files 2018 next the magicians 2018 season three is well underway and i am still watching and I've put in my notes, note to Roy, simply must finish the novel trilogy too. <laughs> yeah, I've been saying that for at least two years and I am still stuck halfway through. That's The Magicians 2018. Enjoyable. Next, Britannia 2018. This is a psychedelic loose retelling of the second Roman invasion of Britain. David Morrissey, seemingly reprising his governor as a crazed Roman general. It is appallingly bloody, like you would expect if stars did the show. But, as I just said, stars seem to have turned over a new leaf, so perhaps I'm wrong, but actually from Amazon Prime Video. I box-setted the thing, but I'm not sure if I'm in it for the long haul. I think one season is enough for me. And that is Britannia 2018. Give it a watch if you want something that looks a bit different for a historical drama. Next, Future Man 2017. This is a Hulu comedy web show about a caretaker slash obsessed gamer Recruited to fight a superhero war, that's all I know about it. Again, that's on the back burner for when geek is no more. That's Future Man 2017. Next, Castlevania 2017. This is a game-to-screen adaptation of the long-running horror video game franchise. I haven't watched it, though it is rated well. Of note is that the show is written by comic writer Warren Ellis and stand by for more vampire news later in our science and technology section (laughs) okay the path 2016 breaking bad's Aaron Paul's thing produced and starring him about a weird religious cult That's also on Hulu. Again, haven't watched this one. Next, Beyond 2017. Produced by Tim Kring of Heroes and other things. Remember him? In this, a man wakes from a 12-year coma caused by something that might possibly be a close encounter he has superpowers and people are after him and that's beyond 2017 i did watch the first episode it seems okay but we'll probably suffer from a lot of competition from other shows next blood drive from 2017 this is sci-fi's the channel grindhouse horror fantasy about cars fueled by blood I'm not joking, and though it sounds right up my alley, I haven't seen it yet. Also, it is nothing, again, compared to the item coming up in the Science and Technology section. Victoria 2016. This is a historical drama that I mention only because it will be of interest to fellow Hoovians. It stars Jenna Coleman as Victoria. Now, That is hardly a stretch. It seems to be doing well, so well done, Miss Coleman. The Alienist, 2018. It is 1896 and psychologist Dr. Laszlo Krasler is investigating a serial killer. It looks good, grim, bloody, very, very nasty and stars the excellent Daniel Brawl. I have only watched one episode, just so that I could talk about it on the podcast. It looks good, but again, how many things can I follow? That's The Alienist, 2018. Goliath, 2017. Billy Bob Thornton plays rundown ex-superstar lawyer, taking on a weapons development corporation. Not the most original show. And William Hurt's antagonist is surprisingly unengaging. I say surprisingly because I really like William Hurt as an actor. But in this, I'm not that impressed. And perhaps he has been miscast. Though the protagonist, played by Billy Bob Thornton, is fairly unlikable as well. But even so... It's still very watchable because Billy Bob Thornton and his supporting cast managed to carry the thing. That is Goliath 2017. It might not be genre, but it's worth a watch and I did box set the first season. Ill Behaviour 2017. This is an okay BBC comedy from Peep Show's Sam Bain. In this, an idiot bloke who believes in let's say, really, really idiotic alternative types of medicine, is kidnapped by his mates and forcibly subjected to the chemotherapy he needs to fight cancer. This has all the bad taste of peep show, but nowhere near as brilliant. And that's a problem, isn't it? Some creator will have success with one show and... A network will decide to give the person another chance, and it turns out that the other thing that they make isn't that good. And I'm not singling out Sam Bain. In fact, I'm thinking of someone completely different who I won't mention now. But this happens all the time, doesn't it? It's an okay comedy, though. And that's Ill Behaviour 2017. Yeah, I'll give it that. Won't be too harsh. And that, believe it or not, is the end of our TV section. You'll be glad to hear. Whew. That went on for a while, didn't it? Let's talk about toys. Yeah, I know. How long has it been since we have talked about toys? Have we, in fact, ever talked about toys? Perhaps once or twice. Playmobil's Pyramid set. This is a variation of the long out-of-production set, which has as it says in the title a pyramid and some figures from ancient egypt i always liked the look of this thing i'm not sure that i'd actually go out and spend money on it it's about 40 to 50 pounds depending on where you buy it from in the uk but i spotted it in a department store not so long ago i might even have mentioned the previous set two years ago So, that is at least twice I've had a chance to buy this for myself, and I still haven't done that. I mean, where am I going to put it? But, yeah, a variation of which is back in the shop. And if you want it, you'd better buy it before they stop selling it again. The point is, it is available now. Next, radio. Again, when was the last time, if ever, we have talked about radio on this podcast? But The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy has returned. Douglas Adams' The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy started, I think it was last week now, but the BBC are repeating it on Thursday. I watched the first episode, probably a preview episode, At 6.30 a few days ago. But if you want the full schedule for the show, I have put it into the show notes. Or you can Google Hitchhiker's Guide Radio 4. It is on the radio, so you can listen to it on a radio. On an analogue device, like I bought recently. If you have a radio radio... (laughs) You can listen to it on FM or be really adventurous if you have a long wave radio and listen to it on long wave. You can also listen to it online. As I said, I'm listening live on my little radio, which I don't know if I've talked about before, but it's really cool. It's one of those well-band radios, and if you stand it up on its side, and I tweeted this, it could almost be the monolith from. 2001 a space odyssey it's small though so i call it not the monolith but any guesses yeah the minilith sorry and let's move on to science and technology google has wriggled out of being accused of being a monopoly by allowing any company to bid for the top spots in google search That is, they have spun their crookedness into a way of making even more money. Google have also been told to police extremist content themselves rather than have a legislative mechanism in place to force them to do as they have been told. Well, that news should make Google shareholders happy. If you are a Google shareholder, why don't you demand ethical behaviour from Google in return for a modest cut in your dividend payments? It's not as if you're going to lose that much. Next, Mobile World Congress 2018 and the Samsung S9 and S9 Plus. Yeah, I finally get round to talking about this. Sorry. I didn't really follow the Mobile World Congress and this is the only thing that stuck in my brain. And I also held in my hand, though in the local Samsung shop, not Spain. This is what I had to say about it on Twitter. Good looking, ultra high-tech and prices on the way down already. But unless you want gear or daydream VR, good enough smartphone you already have is good enough. I'm paraphrasing that but those are my thoughts on the two phones. If you've got a decent enough phone, try not to be too greedy and spend your money on something else. One thing that makes it better than the iPhone X, is that it still includes the 3.5mm headphone jack. I hope that really annoys Apple. Next, Ambrosia. Remember that terrible film and OK Motorhead song, Eat the Rich? No? Of course you don't. It was a long time ago. Doesn't matter. Well, this time it's not so much eating the rich as the rich eating the young. Although this story broke out mid-last year, much of the tech press seem to have had this on their content radar lately. In essence, and yes, I'm injecting... (laughs) As much blood-related literary imagery as I can in this section, this new startup is injecting blood product from the young into the old for $8,000 a pop in the belief that this will mitigate ageing. Does it work? The science behind this, based on experiments on rodents who had their circulatory systems linked, which is just as ghastly as it sounds, has noted some major aspects of the ageing process reversed in older animals. This is just trope City Man and a staple dilemma of sci-fi. And I can't imagine that there isn't a movie already in the works. Any youngsters fancy being a blood bag? Sort of like in Mad Max Fury Road? Ah, oh, in the notes, it says, insert mad cackle here, but honestly, I don't think I can do it. It just goes to show that our vampiric future begins in ten, nine, 8. Oh, look, I've muffed that bit up for my notes too. I was supposed to say, Roy counts down like the Count from Sesame Street. So I'll try that again. A 10, a 9, 8. So, it looks like mad serial killer Countess Bathory may have had a point. Next, assassination attempt on ex-Russian spy. Yes, this is all over the news at the moment. Ex-Russian spy and daughter seem to have been victims of an attempted assassination, possibly poisoned in Salisbury, a town in the UK. A policeman who went to help is also ill, as well as a few others, depending on what news media you are listening to or watching. It looks to have been some kind of nerve agent. And talking about the Russians. The Russians have a nuclear-powered cruise missile program. Also, Putin claims. Yes, Putin has said that they are on the way to developing a missile with unlimited range. And, as if that wasn't enough, Lockheed Martin in the US have hypersonics. Lockheed Martin are trying to get the Pentagon interested in superfast planes with missiles with, yes, you guessed correctly, unlimited range. Oh, simply fantastic. And while we're going on about politics for a bit, Kim Jong-un and Donald Trump are meeting to, I suppose, defuse the current nuclear crisis that both of them seem to have got us into in the first place. This is fairly late-breaking, and I have no other news than it is happening, don't know where, don't know when. And who knows, maybe two loonies cancel each other out and make one non loony We are now well out of the recent UK freeze, but I've been doing some reading, and the Arctic's polar vortex, which is a swirly wall that keeps the cold bits from freezing our brass monkeys, is buggered because of global warming. This all means that my plan of juicing up my depleted vitamin D while the world burns is actually not going to happen because global warming is leading, paradoxically, to colder winters in Europe. After the recent cold spell in the UK, there are also disturbing estimates of deaths of the old whose heating either broke down or wasn't on enough for fear of running up huge bills. And that is it for the show, ending on that wonderfully positive note. (laughs) This really is a geek show like no other. I challenge any other geek podcasters out there to have the same content as I do on my podcast. Yes, I am patting myself on the head. If you want to get in touch, your best bet is to either go to RoyMartha.com, that is R-O-Y-M-A-T-H-U-R.com, or RoyMartha.wordpress.com, click on Contact and send me an email. You can also reach me on Twitter, at RoyMartha, though I'd prefer you just retweeted the show, Although I don't care. If you want to contact me, contact me. I'll just be happy to talk to anyone. If you like the show, tell a friend about Roy's Rocket Radio. Don't just listen to it, spread the word. If you want to subscribe to the show, go to roymartha.wordpress.com podcast. And there are a million ways to subscribe to the show or listen to old episodes there. The next podcast will be all about Doctor Who, so if you are a Whovian, and if you are particularly into old Who, or even if you're into new Who, and want to hear what it was like back before the big budgets and David Tennant, be sure to subscribe to Roy's Rocket Radio. Please, as I said at the top of the show, review the show in iTunes, that is important, And that is it. Thanks for listening. This was Roy's Rocket Radio, episode 207, recorded on Monday, the 12th of March, 2018. And the time at the end of the show is 12.57 and 25 seconds. Thanks for listening and bye for now. Bye!